Hello and welcome to a VO's Journey podcast. My name is Anthony Pika, and this podcast is all about helping the new and upcoming voiceover artist grow their business and sidestep all of the crazy things I seem to jump on. Today, I've got a great episode. I am going to be talking about when you should quit your full-time job. That's right, when you should quit your full-time job to be a VO. Let's do it. This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. So, it is good to be back to episode number 109, and I love this topic today. It's dear and dear to my heart. When should I quit my full-time job? So, I have to tell you, I am super excited to speak about this because, as you know, recently, within the last four months, I quit my full-time job and went full-time as a voiceover artist, and I absolutely love it. I mean, I, I can't even... I can't even begin to put into words how much I love it and how much it makes me feel um, that, you know, I finally uh, was able to accomplish uh, something after a long period of time working on it. So I'm super excited. But as you can imagine, I get this question. So I thought I would address it in today's podcast. So first things first, I think when we look at going full time as a voiceover artist or as anything. There's got to be a plan, okay? You've got to have some sort of plan. You've got to work through everything that you're going to need, right, to actually make that dream come true. So if you just have this pie-in-the-sky idea that it would be really cool to do this every day, get up when you want to, mosey on over to your studio, grab a cup of coffee, uh, do some voiceovers, you know, take a nap, get something to eat, all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, that sounds great. But the reality is, is that's not necessary. I mean, that, when I say that's not necessarily true, have I done that? Yes, I've done that a couple times. But what I want to talk about, though, is that the reality is, is that there is lots of things that goes into running a business. You know, this full-time, I suppose when you say full-time job, right, that, that makes it sound like we are an employee. But the reality is, is that we are an employee, but we are also the boss and the owner and the accountant and the manager and the technician. We are all of those things and the marketer and the salesman. So we have all of those jobs. And before you begin to consider quitting your job and going full time, you need to have a plan in place for all of those things. Okay, so let's talk about the simple things that you need for life. So unless your spouse or significant other or whoever um, is providing insurance for you and your family, you know, one of the first things that you should do is you should start looking for uh, prices and quotes on what insurance is going to cost. You know, dental insurance, medical insurance, how much is it going to cost for you to um, uh, contribute to your 401k or start a retirement account. Okay. And you might be one of those people who are like, you know what? I don't need that Anthony, because this is my retirement. I can do this till the day I die. That's 
hopefully true, which I plan on doing it. However, we need to we oh, look at there is there is a clear advantage. There's tax breaks. There is the market. There is there's reasons why you should invest in your future, even if you plan on doing this forever. You sh- you still should be investing in a 401k or an investment, right, for your future, for retirement in some way. Because maybe the time will come where you don't want to work every single day in voiceover. You want to take some time off. You want to travel and not have to do this all the time. That might come a day where you want that, and it's nice to have money built up, okay? So these are all things right off the bat that you need to focus. You need to get a board. You need to stick it up there. You need to you need to look at the entirety of what you are trying to do, okay? The next thing you need to look at is, I, I like there's three different parts to this business, right? I mean, if you want to break it down to its essential parts. We have marketing, we have operations, and we have the financial part. All of that is, you know, you can boil it down to those three things in any line uh, of business that you can look at. Okay, and all of those things fall within like customer service, um, sales, uh, budgets, um, equipment, how you uh, do, you know, how you your workflow when you're when you're editing something and recording something and mastering it and sending it off. All of that is included in operations, marketing and uh, finances. Okay, Uh, because every single piece of that works. So with that being said, you need to have a plan for each one of those. You need to have a plan for how are you going to budget your money? How are you, what are you allotting for marketing? What are you allotting for retirement? What do you allot, what is your business allotting for, um, you know, insurance? Are you going to run insurance through your business? Do you have a, even a business entity set up? Have you set up a business account? You need to make sure that you keep your business account and your fi- and your personal uh, bank's account bank account separate. Okay, uh, you know on the marketing plan, how are you marketing? What is your daily look uh, workflow look like for sales and marketing? How are you branding yourself? Okay, what is the what is the audition schedule that you have? What are you trying to do to generate new leads and new business? Okay, and once you do that, you know what I mean. How is your customer service? Customer service, all that falls under marketing because every time we have some sort of interaction with a customer, no matter what, that's marketing because they are experiencing uh, us and our business and our brand. So all of that falls under marketing, right? How their our website, all of that falls under marketing. So that that you know that is a, another plan, another guide, another. Um, manual, if you will, about that you need to have. The next thing that you need to look at is your operations. How do you work about your workflow? How do you take care of your equipment? How do when do you purchase new equipment? When do you have inventories of your equipment? Where do you save your stuff at? How do you back up? How do you keep? Um, you know, what's your CRM? How do you manage your customers? You know, all manage information. How do you manage sensitive information? How do you do all of these things, right? That that fall under operations. Do you, so that's another whole entire manual. And you might think that a lot of these things are like things that you tend to do naturally. You know, like you you do them because you have done them enough now that you don't feel like you need to write them down because it's become a habit. But you really need to step back and write all of these things down. You need to approach this business like one day you would sell it, even if you're not going to sell it, because 
Every single part of your business as a whole and a collective comes together to give your customers, your clients, an, a, either a great meeting with you or either a great experience with you or a horrible one or a lackadaisy one. Like, for example, you need to have a policy on how long it takes you to get back to someone. You need to have a policy on, you know, do you always deliver, is it 24 hours? Are you like a three-day person and that's just all that you do? You know, there's all of these things that you need to look at when you are putting together your plan for for full-time. And I really believe that you need to have all of that figured out. It's great to have advisors. You should look into getting a tax advisor. You should look into getting some sort of retirement advisor. All right. Get, you know, do or do your own research on and and figure out how you're going to do it. That's so important that you put that together before you begin to quit. Okay. Then we need to talk about the reality of the fact that most of us have spouses. They need to be fully included on it. Now, look. It's sometimes tough for our spouses because this can be really scary. I mean, I know it can be like, it can be really frightening when you tell them, listen, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to go full time or you tell them what you're thinking and they're freaking out on you because they're like, what? I don't know what, how, how could you do this? Every, you know, uh, what if you fail? What if we lose everything? What if we're out on the street? You know, what if, uh, what if we can't pay our house bills? What if we can't do anything? You know, you're, I don't even know uh, where you even make your money from. Uh, you know, and now I never see you half of the time because you're always in that stupid blanket hut. <laughs> but whatever it is, you have to have a plan for that. And I'm serious about this. You need to have a plan for how you are going to sell your spouse. And I say that with all love when I say sell, you know what I mean? I mean, like, how are you going to sell this to them? How are you going to ensure them that everything's going to be okay? Well, one way you do that is with a plan. All right? What about your children? What about your family? All of this needs to be thought about by you. Because when you do this, this business, it is your life now. You don't just go to bed and it stops. Now, does that mean that you can't put systems into place to make sure it runs? Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about, is creating systems for all of these things, a set of rules, if you will, about how you handle all of these items. Do you understand? So that's what you really need to look at and take a step back and say, okay, here's my life. This is where I want to be. How am I going to approach all of these things? What code am I going to live by in order to make this work? A lot of this comes with trial and error. That's why it's a really good idea to do this for a couple of years before you quit your job, okay? Because that way you're not just going out um, you know, without even knowing how this business works. And then you can also build up your clientele, build up a name for yourself so that you have some clout. I mean, you have some you know, oomph going into being full-time. It's also really good to have some money saved. You know, if you, I mean, some people say when you start a business, you should have three to five, You there should be three to five years that you go in that business without taking any money to build up that business. That might not be something you want to wait for. So you need to backtrack and say, okay, I want six months of income or six months of monthly income. So if you make $5,000 a month, you want $30,000 in your savings. So that when you go full time, 
in case, heaven forbid, business drops off, you have to supplement, you're not freaking out. You can breathe. Your family's not, you know, you're not going on food stamps and things like that. Not that that's bad at all. It's just important that you consider all of these things before you quit your full-time job. Because the whole point about this is to make money and to be happy. So the worst thing that you want to do is not make money and not be happy, (laughs) right? So that's why you need to plan this out. All right, let's talk about money. How much money do you need to make in order to quit your job and go full-time? So keeping in line with the planning process, that's why it's so important to plan out how much money do you need a month for insurance? How much money do you need a month for daycare? How much money do you need a month for groceries? How much money do you need a month to be able to to go out to a movie? How much money do you need a month to get your hair cut? All of these things need to be budgeted into your business plan because if they are not, all right, if they're not budgeted and you don't know what you actually need or what you want in order to fulfill all of these requirements, all you're going to do every month is just, you know, be living on a prayer and it's going to make you miserable. So I really think that getting to the point where the first step is figuring out all the money you have to have. You know, like what is your monthly payment for your mortgage? What is your payment for your cars? What's your payment for your bills, your electrical? All of this stuff needs to be figured out before you actually decide to just go full time. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to that, you also have to look at what do you want to save? What do you want to, you know, uh, uh, accomplish financially throughout the, the next, you know, year, the next five years? All of that is where you need to start. And once you have that, then you can accurately put together how much money you actually need to make to survive. And also, it's so important to not forget the single most largest expense that you have as a business owner or an individual who makes money, and that's taxes. Taxes are your number one expense. You have to be aware that taxes are going to take a third of your business. Now, yes, you can go and you can write off a bunch of things, and that's why it's so important for you to get a tax specialist to help you, unless you are one yourself. But And then you need to know what kind of business entity you need to set up for tax purposes. We fall under creators, all right, and there's two different types of creators and and how we file our taxes. It's important for you to, to, to talk with somebody who deals with voiceover artists, too. So these are all things that you need to find out before you make that leap, and they should be a part of your business. By the way, men- and and let me mention here, you know, I didn't talk one thing about, you know, actually the the um the voiceovers themselves. I'm talking about the business side of all of this and the financial part of all of this. So it is definitely you know a whole other side of skills that you need to get better at if you have not done it before or you want to get to that place. Now I'm not saying you have to be Warren Buffett, you know, and 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 invest like a champ and you know be the be an accountant and a tax advisor and a a super marketer and online gurus. I'm not saying you have to do that. I'm just saying you need to have a plan in place to be able to make all of this work when you quit your job and go full time. All right, you guys, I think that's enough of my (laughs) soapbox about all the things you need to do before you quit your job and go full time. But please have a plan and please really think about it and, and talk about it with your spouse. And if they're nervous or anxious 
or scared, that's okay. Just listen to them and don't freak out on them like they're not you know, following your dreams because they're worried too. And we know that the our spouses want us to be happy. We know that. But at the same time, they're thinking about everything else that has to be done. And it's it's scary for them to, you know, be dependent on someone, even if it's half and half, and that person do something that they completely have no idea about. If your spouse isn't in the entertainment industry, never done voiceover or never worked for themselves, that's scary because, you know, the failure is a possibility. I think a lot of us have a false sense of security with other jobs, like we could never lose our job, but there's an awful lot of people, and I know there's people listening to this who've lost their job, lost a couple of jobs, you know, and that, so there's no security in anything. I think it's more secure to be your own boss because then you're dependent on yourself if you are a person who can can make that work, right? So anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, please share this. And uh, if you get an opportunity, I would be forever grateful if you went to iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to this and leave a review. That would be so helpful. Thank you guys so much. Have a great weekend. Next week, we have a really exciting thing because I'm interviewing the CEO from Voquent, uh, Voquent.com, which is a new and upcoming we, uh, voiceover website and um, interviewing him from the UK. So that's going to be on the podcast. I'm excited about that. So he's going to talk about how we can get business on Voquint and what they're working on. So make sure you uh, you get ready to hear that and, and listen to uh, that'll be, I think, episode 109. All right. All right, you guys. Or this is 109. No, this is 108. No, no, no. This is 109. So that'll be, sorry, that'll be episode one. No, no, this is 108. Last time was 108. This is 109. And then that one will be 110. So that's exciting. All right, you guys, have a great weekend. Peace. Peace.